0: another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora here talking one of the two worst times of the year for Aurora Babalu. And Walking Dead takes two breaks, one for a mid-season, one for a season. This is the mid-season break. This is is only a a partially bad time because the show will return in a couple of um, months. So... That's not too bad. It's when the the season really ends. Although when the season ends, we'll probably get Fear the Walking Dead, which is not as good as The Walking Dead, but right. um, you know, but it's it, something. Yeah, it's it's it's, a, <laughs> it's better than having nothing. Right. It's better than no zombies at all. Um. All right. So this was, I think, an extended episode as well. I think this was an hour and a half.
1: It was, yeah. Episode. I mean, if you, I think it's still an hour if you. All the ads.
0: Yeah, I think it was was like a 60 minutes running time. There were a lot of advertisements. A lot. uh, In this episode. But uh, they had a lot to to cram in here for Mm -hmm. this this mid-season finale. Uh, Because we were visiting people at Hilltop. We were visiting people at Alexandria. We were visiting people at the Savior's Compound, which I don't remember the name of now. Um, The Kingdom? We uh, we visited people at the Kingdom. Well, more or less.
1: Kind of. Uh, the, the suburbs of the kingdom. Yeah, the kingdom suburbs.
0: <laughs> the little fiefdom outside of the kingdom. <laughs> that one that one home fiefdom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, <laughs> let's talk about it. Uh, this episode, season 7, episode 8. It's called Hearts Still Beating. Well, some of them are. <laughs> By the end of this episode, a few of them weren't. Yep.
1: Uh,
0: so we start out with uh, Maggie at the hilltop. Who has a chat with Gregory, who is basically saying, don't get used to the people loving you. They eventually hate you like they do me. Although I think they hate Gregory because they see him as a coward. Yeah. Uh, They like Maggie because she's not. Right. Um, It's the total opposite. (laughs) uh, But speaking of Maggie, she's being lied to by Sasha. uh, Mainly about the whereabouts of Jesus, as she knows that Maggie wants his help in getting revenge on Negan. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the Negan uh, in Alexandria, uh, Negan is having himself a shave and prepares a meal for himself with Carl and Judith alongside Olivia Mm -hmm. as they wait for Rick to return from his scavenging. And speaking of Rick, he is still with Aaron at that houseboat thingy thing, wherever that is, the pond full of walkers. Right. Uh, and they, they row a leaky boat over there attempting to reach an abandoned docking area and they paddle the sinking boat to the houseboat and rummage through its supplies uh, both of them find weapons but no ammunition which might suggest as to why the guy who lived there is no longer living there <laughs> Right. Um, and Aaron also finds a note that is basically uh, a middle uh, finger? yeah yelling at them it's like you mm-hmm. may have won, but you're still losers or something. I don't know.
1: Right. Uh,
0: with a drawing of a middle finger uh, and like an idiot, Aaron just repacks it back into the box. He had to have known on the back of his head that Negan's men were going to be looking through these I boxes. Mean, yeah, it was pretty dumb. Uh, yeah. They get to the they get the houseboat to shore, load the cargos onto the uh, load the cargo onto the truck, and they prepare to leave. And as they drive away, a figure in mismatched boots watches them from across yeah. the yeah. And the reason I note these boots as being mismatched is because that is the only thing we see of this person. Right. Are the boots. Um, Meanwhile, Richard, a member of the kingdom, pays Carol a visit inside her cottage, and she is hanging out with Morgan. He tries to persuade both of them to have King Ezekiel consider fighting the saviors, as he fears they may in fact kill them, even if they continue to obey their demands. Richard knows what's going on. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) They debate. And both staunchly refuse. At the survivor's compound, Daryl is exiting his cell, as we remember last week. He was given that note with a key. Um, He sneaks down the hallway. He escapes the building and makes it outside, where their motorcycles are kept, but encounters Fat Joey. Which is an unfortunate name to have, even if the man is overweight. (laughs) I'd hate to go through life. Like, can you imagine? He was probably picked on before the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And now that he is one of, the, one of only a, a handful of humanity's survivors, they're just like, hey, Fat Joey, you just can't escape it.
1: This yeah, day. I heard them in the, in the Talking Dead, they were saying, oh, Fat Joey died. And I was like, that, that's mean. Why are they calling him Fat Joey? And then I realized that's his actual name. <laughs> that's the his show. name.
0: <laughs> well, Fat Joey doesn't have to worry about it anymore because yeah. Daryl beats him to death with a pipe. Yeah. Uh, Jesus finds Daryl in the midst of the bashing in of Fat Joey's head. Uh, Daryl grabs Joey's gun, which is which just so happens to be Rick's Colt Python, mm-hmm. and hops on the motorcycle, leaving the compound with Jesus. It sounds it always sounds weird to say this. <laughs> Daryl grabbed a gun and got on a motorcycle with Jesus, and they rode off.
1: Well, it was better the last sentence you said, which was Jesus found Daryl beating the guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Didn't do anything. He just let him go on. (laughs) This is not the Jesus I've read about. Uh, On the road, Michonne is holding the female savior, who I don't think we ever get a name for her, um, Mm -hmm. that she's abducted at gunpoint. I'd almost forgotten about this until they went back to it, Mm -hmm. uh, and forces her to continue driving towards Negan's compound. After reaching a hill, she stops the car and points out the sanctuary to her captor. Michonne sees hundreds of saviors gathered in the distance, The captive tells Michonne an attack against Negan would be pointless, explaining that she should just leave and get rid of the car, suggesting that Michonne should also kill her. Moments later, Michonne executes the savior with a silencer, dumps her body in the woods, and drives away. Back at the Alexandria, Spencer, who has a vendetta against Rick for for getting his family killed, introduces himself to Negan for a discussion. They share a drink and agree to play pool, although in the most convoluted way possible. Instead of playing indoors, Mm -hmm. they drag what must have been a very heavy pool table out into the middle of the street to play pool. During their game, Rick and Aaron return to Alexandria, realizing that Negan and the Saviors are already there. Their truck is unloaded. Their findings are examined by the Saviors. But the same insulting-sounding note is found by one of the Saviors, and he is enraged. And they beat the living shit out of Aaron, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: believing the note was intended for them. And it may have been, because Aaron may have just been like, this will show up. Yeah, Ah, yeah. ah." They'll open it far away from here, and they'll get that middle finger. They won't (laughs) know who did it. Well, they did. They found out. Uh, I mean, it may have been an accident. He may have just been stupid and careless. Yeah, I
1: think it was an accident.
0: Yeah. Uh, Rick tries to intervene, but is stopped by another savior. As Negan and Spencer play pool in the middle of the street, residents gather to watch. Spencer tells Negan that Rick's ego is out of control, and he proposes that Negan appoint Spencer the new leader of Alexandria. Negan considers uh, this for a moment before determining that, no. uh, You see, Rick might hate me, Negan says, but he swallows that hate. He goes out there and does work for me. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you're here while he's out. and You're trying to convince me to get rid of this guy for you. You want me to do your dirty work. And he says, why don't you just kill Rick yourself? And he said, it's because you've got no guts. And then he plunges a knife into Spencer's guts Mm -hmm. and disembowels him. And uh, Negan jokes as Spencer's guts spill out onto the asphalt. And he said, oh, no, look, there they are. Yep. Wow. Rosita. Amazing. (laughs) In the midst of this, Rosita loses it, whips out the gun that she had with the one bullet that uh Oh my god, I forgot his name all of a sudden.
1: Eugene.
0: Eugene, thank you, Mm -hmm. Aurora. That's why Aurora is here to remind (laughs) me of She remembers all of the names perfectly when I forget about them. (laughs) She takes out the gun with a bullet that Eugene made. I I don't know how I could forget Eugene. I really like Eugene, but his name just (laughs) Mother (laughs) Guy. Um (laughs) <laughs> and she shoots at Negan, uh, and uh, then she shoots at Negan commercial. Yeah, she shoots at Negan commercial. <laughs> yeah. When they come back, Negan's dead, and everybody celebrates, and everyone's free.
1: Yay! End of the season.
0: <laughs> no, unfortunately, Rosita is a fairly bad shot, and instead, she shoots Lucille right in the head.
1: I think she's a good shot. It's just uh, Negan is a good blocker. <laughs>
0: Perhaps. Do you think yes. it was? Do you think it was like? Ninja-like reflexes, and he just yeah, because it with he was the
1: holding the bat to his face. Ah, yeah.
0: Rosita's shot misses Negan, and instead, the bullet uh, lands in Lucille. This makes Negan angry. Uh, a savior then wrestles Rosita to the ground and holds her at knife point. Negan picks up the bullet casing and realizes it's homemade. Negan then has the savior cut, Ro- or well, he, I think he says he's going to cut Rosita's face in compensation. Mm-hmm. Uh, compensation for disfiguring Lucille. Right. Um, uh, I lost my spot there. Okay. Uh, when uh, and He says he's going to do this unless he finds out who makes the bullet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rosita refuses to say honestly who created it. And Negan says, all right, kill somebody. So the savior, literally like a superhero with like super reflexes, pulls out her gun, whips around and shoots and hits Olivia right in the head. Yeah, Olivia is dead. This was not a good episode for people who were overweight, by the way.
1: No, it wasn't.
0: (laughs) First, Fat Joey, and then Olivia.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Rick shows up, and then and then Negan is also like incredibly rude about uh, explaining to Rick why this was a good thing that Olivia is dead. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Olivia had a thyroid issue. You would think in the zombie apocalypse she would have lost weight, but she didn't. So clearly, she does have some sort of Uh, some sort of genetic issue here. And Mm -hmm. Negan was very,
1: very very rude. Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't believe we're talking about... You were very rude, sir.
1: (laughs) You've killed a lot of people, but that was really mean.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that, sir, has crossed the line. Uh, Rick shows up at the scene and tells Negan to leave. Negan agrees as soon as he learns who made the bullet. Tara falsely confesses to making the bullet, but as the saviors turn their guns on her, Eugene steps in and admits it was him in only a way that Eugene could by basically trying to explain to Negan all of the steps and ingredients. (laughs) And he's like, okay, shut up, shut up, shut up. I believe you. Negan and his crew leave with Eugene Mm -hmm. in tow. Eugene is not built to survive a place like this. Oh, no. Daryl barely survived it.
1: He's going to have that iron in his face soon. Oh, my God. Uh,
0: (laughs) That night, Michonne informs Rick that there are more saviors than they thought. But that they should still fight for Judith and Carl and for Alexandria and the hilltop. Rick agrees. Mm -hmm. The next day, Rick, Michonne, Carl, Rosita, and Tara all go to the hilltop, reuniting with Maggie, Sasha, and Enid. Rick admits that Maggie was right from the start. They have to get ready to fight. Daryl and Jesus also come to greet them, unexpected at their arrival. Rick and Daryl embrace while everyone else also embraces. Daryl gives Rick the gun he retrieved from Fat Joey Together mm-hmm. they stride towards the hilltop mansion, and in a post-credit scene, Gabriel is keeping night's watch at the Alexandria Gate, when again someone watches him through binoculars, and it is revealed that it is the same mismatched boot-figured person lurking in the darkness, and that person is heading towards Alexandria. Credits. What did you yep. think of the mid-season finale of The Walking Dead?
1: Oh, the last half hour of the, that uh, episode was great. Agreed, yes. Um, ever since um, Spencer was talking to Negan until the end, I was, like, on board. Before um, that, I was, okay, you know, they're setting things up, it's fine. But after that scene, everything was amazing. Um and I love that scene where they all reunited at the hilltop. That hug between Daryl and Rick made me yes. cry. Made Aww. me cry a little bit. It was yes. nice to see everybody back together. It was nice. Yes. I'm uh, so happy. I'm so excited for next season because all of them are together and they're actually working. They're, they will be working towards a common goal, which is what I've wanted. So
0: Yeah, it feels like... This is what they're going to end up doing is this thing we've talked about where they're bringing these various communities together to mm-hmm. uh, to try to battle. And obviously we were shown some scenes, right?
1: Yeah. From
0: when the season resumes and we I think Rick is in the kingdom, like yeah. talking to Ezekiel. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: we'll, you know, the dream is still alive, Aurora, of Maggie yes. riding atop a it tiger yes. eating Negan alive.
1: Yes. <laughs> Until
0: it... Hey, and look, even even if we don't see it, I'm gonna still believe that they filmed it, and it will be an extra on one of the Blu-ray releases. So, uh, I mean, look, if it were me making that show, that's how I, it's like. Look, we'll never put this on the show, but we're just gonna film it anyway, right? Because yeah, if be I go
1: to a Comic-Con and I see a shirt with that illustration, I'm gonna be really upset. <laughs> I want credit.
0: Yes, that's this. our
1: idea, by the way. <laughs> Copyright here, The Walking Dead. Yes, that's us. <laughs>
0: Um yeah, I feel almost identical to you on this. And this is how I kind of felt about the last mega extended episode, which was it wasn't a bad episode by any means, and this episode was better than that one, but they uh you know, they could have they could have just made it a normal hour-long show and it would have been fine. Like the there's a lot of stuff they added in there that probably would have been fine if they didn't have it in there. Right. Um the, you know, the thing with Aaron finding the note and then leaving the note in the thing and then the saviors found it and then they beat him up for a while. Yeah, I mean, that didn't really need to be in there. Like, it just, it's further compounding, driving home the fact that the saviors are absolutely out of control assholes that will, yeah. at the slightest, you know, look. I mean, uh, what's his name? Richard is talking about it with Carol and, and Morgan and carol's cabin you know they're like what if one of our guys looks at one of their guys the wrong way anything can set them off and this was like a, you know this was like a physical manifestation of what richard was talking about they found that drawing and they lost their minds but this is stuff we kind of already know about the savior this is stuff that they've yeah it has been
1: established yeah 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 i mean yeah and that whole scene also with spencer and there was a one of the say a female savior she was like flirting with him remember that oh
0: yes yes that was
1: also unnecessary I mean they killed him so <laughs> it wasn't <Yes>. really <laughs> it didn't add anything to the story
0: yeah um, so there was like some there was some like weirdness going on in there um, what what were your thoughts with the because there is the the Spencer all, the Spencer stuff there is mm-hmm. um, he went to well, he went to Rosita right to like, you know, sweet talk her into having like a dinner date with no strings attached. Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
0: That sort of thing. Maybe it was just me, but I felt like, and I'm not, I'm not sure. I wonder what the intent was here. Was Spencer, they they certainly write it here. Like this was Spencer's intent was to get Negan to take out Rick. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I kind of was getting this idea that he was sort of like warming his way in to be able to find a weakness to exploit to, like, help them.
1: Uh, I don't think so. But... I think he was a conniving <laughs> bad member of Alexandria. Yes. Right. Because um, he he was... God. There was before the whole um, playing pool scene. There's another scene where they're, like, at the in the uh, porch of Rick's house, and they're, like, drinking... Uh, It was like a whiskey or something that he brought Negan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they're just bonding and just having a great time. Um, Which at that point, I thought what you were thinking that, you know, he's just trying to get on Negan's good side so that he can plan a way to, I don't know, attack them. Um, Yeah. Yeah. In the pool, when they were playing pool, I was like, no, this guy just wants to be the leader. And that's what he's been saying since the beginning yes. ever since his mom died he's been blaming rick for everything yes. um and he just wants to be the leader
0: yeah well negan yeah. totally nailed him uh yeah. on this he totally <laughs> knew yes, exactly he what he's trying to do here <laughs> and uh you can say a lot of things about negan but he appreciates his people to be upfront he doesn't right. like this sneaking around in the shadows type stuff. He doesn't like yeah. this, uh, this espionage thing, you know, he, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he said it, he's like, Rick hates me, but I'm keeping Rick around because even though Rick hates me, he stores it away and he goes and does what I ask him to do. Right. He's like, that's a useful person. That's somebody mm-hmm. who, you know, he's like, not you, you want to, you want to sneak around and subvert everything. And, you know, I, I think I got the sense of, I don't know what I'm going to get with you. I know what I'm getting with Rick. Yep. Uh, and uh, and then, yeah, he uh, gruesomely kills him, but in a comedic way, because that's how he does
1: things. <laughs> yes. That He's was, a psychopath, that was, my gosh. That was, that was pretty gross. It was. It was yeah. pretty gross. Um, I did feel bad for Rick when he arrived to that situation. Just it was like, it. what happened? Negan said, um, I'm I'm I hope you I don't remember if he asked Rick to say thank you because he said your son tried to kill me and he killed two of my guys. This guy that I just killed tried to take over. Rosita tried to kill me. I mean, what the hell with your people? Right, right, yeah, <laughs> And so Rick's he... like I just got here. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I
0: don't, Yeah. He, <laughs> he was basically, he basically tried to turn it into, I did you a bunch of favors here. You yeah. should be happy. Tell yeah. me. Thank you. Right. <sighs> Rick doesn't.
1: Me. Rick didn't say thank you. He just said leave.
0: No, he did not. You're right. Yeah.
1: And, so and it, Megan... it's, it's, it's subtle things in this show, but it's a subtle thing that before Rick was say, doing everything Negan said, yeah. And in this episode, we saw a little bit of change. Like, no, mm-hmm. leave this place. And, you know, we, we see a little bit of old Rick.
0: Right. Yeah. Now, you have read some of the comic books, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know who Mismatch Boots Man is?
1: I have no idea. Okay. No idea.
0: Because um, they certainly focused on the boots like it was a very important thing. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there is speculation I should go I should go look to see if there's uh I should go look um
1: I have no idea
0: to find out who missed That it. is Yeah um so according to some places comicbook.com mm-hmm. believes that this is a uh believes that they're introducing the Whisperers, which I guess is something in the books that I don't know anything about. Yeah. Um, does that name I've mean anything heard of it,
1: yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, according to them here, though, because uh, it says the mysterious figure offered no hint as to who they could be, but there are definitely some theories floating around. Some have said that these could be the saviors spying on Rick, but they... they no yeah, way! I don't that's think, like, I don't think that that's too that's much said. of a mysterious shot. They would just have shown Saviors. Uh, they they're showing only the boots because it's supposed to be some sort of big reveal. Um, but there's another idea that makes much more sense. The Whisperers have have found their way onto The Walking Dead. Although they say here that it seems early for them to arrive. It Apparently, it
1: would be yeah, and I feel like it would be too much, right? Like we're introducing so many groups. Yeah. So adding someone another group, it will be like a lot.
0: Right. Um, they Apparently it is a group of people who wear zombie skin. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably won't surface again until the end of this season, maybe even the beginning of next season. Um, in the comics, the Whisperers have been known to spy from a distance and move quietly through the woods. This figure definitely fits their MO, and possibly the new villains are scoping the communities out. So, yeah. There you go. The whisperers. I mean, it travel could be, as...
1: but I feel like it would be too much. They already is... have
0: a, a huge sure. villain to defeat. Unless, a, unless, of course, this, this is a one-season arc and Negan is gone after the end of the season, which might be the case.
1: Um, I don't think so. I mean, he. I mean, they could defeat Negan, and he could still be alive in season eight. Yes. But um, yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> These guys sound awesome, though. The Whisperers travel mm-hmm. as part of a giant walker herd. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is the uh, that is the I guess the thought. Yeah, on, at least that's what the internet thinks, but we don't know for sure. Hmm. Um, all right, so any other thoughts on this episode as a mid season finale?
1: I like the um, the scene where uh, Rick and Aaron are on the boat, and they're like they Aaron took these uh, pieces of wood to use as paddles, and one of the wood. Uh, pieces says asshole you see that was <laughs> that was, that was cool
0: i like yes. that um <laughs> the uh i i mean look it's um it's great that uh it's great that daryl is free once more he didn't get his crossbow back yet
1: not yet mm-hmm. but
0: i'm sure there will be a time and a place for that uh he is free he is less damaged than i thought he would be
1: But I mean...
0: He seemed kind of normal-ish by the time we saw By the
1: time... Yeah, in the hilltop, he seemed okay. But it felt... There were two characters in this episode that did things out of character for me. One was Terrell when he killed Fat Joey. Yes. And the other one was Michonne when she killed that savior. Because I thought that the savior asked to be killed, to be shot. Mm -hmm. But I thought that Michonne was just going to push her out of the car and leave. I didn't expect her to actually shoot her. Right.
0: Yeah. No, that was, you're right. That was a little strange. Um, But at the same time, boy, that's like a really weird, those are really weird circumstances, right? Because like yeah. at the same time, I don't think she would trust her to just leave her out there. Right. Like I feel like if she was left out there, Michonne's like, well, if I just leave her out here, she's just going to die from zombies. Mm -hmm. or something because i'm not going to leave a gun with her and then turn my back on her and leave she can shoot me or something so i'm not going to do that and i can't just leave her out here to die from zombies shooting her shooting her in the head would be much more uh would be much more humane in this case
1: yeah yeah.
0: um i can't take her back to alexandria with us because then we'd have to constantly keep her hidden Mm
1: -hmm. and if
0: negan found him found this savior of his hiding out here he would probably lose it and kill her anyway, or kill right, more right. of us. Yeah. So that was like a weird situation that maybe I could kind of understand. Yeah,
1: yeah, I can maybe, see that. Yeah. Maybe,
0: but it still was. That doesn't mean it wasn't out of character.
1: Right. That just it was means her surprising. Character, yeah. That
0: just means her character may have found justification for doing it, but it's certainly not something she would normally do. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really felt bad for Fat Joey. Mm-hmm. He was just. He's just like, hey, I'm just a guy trying to get along. I'm just doing, just take the bike, go. I'm not going to say anything. Just, you know, I'm supposed to be watching here, but I'm not. And Daryl just killed him. Yeah. I don't know if if it's because he didn't believe him.
1: I think it was like a combination of, you know, he has been, he was tortured this whole time. Yeah, and he has been like holding on. We've never seen Daryl be like emotional in like sharing emotions with anybody, mm-hmm. and I think he bottles everything up. So yeah. that was his way of like just releasing all that anger that he had while he was captive. Right. Yeah. Which was unfortunate for Fajoy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Really unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, what would you give? Uh, hearts still beating.
1: Uh, Minus I think, Olivia and Fat Joey. I think I am going to give it a five. Wow. Yes, because... Fat
0: Joey did not die
1: in vain. He <laughs> did not. I felt really hopeful by the end. I felt like I'm ready for next season, which is what mm-hmm. I want for my mid-season finale.
0: Ah, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, I, I still think that they... Did maybe a, they drag things along a little too much? Mm-hmm. But by and large, I really like this episode. I gave it four and a half. Mm-hmm. A good outing with uh, things finally turning for the better a little bit, and it has me interested in in seeing what they do and how they deal with. Uh, this uh this gathering of armies to battle the, the one big army, which is presumably going to happen at some point
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh next season. I'm I'm pretty sure Negan is around for a while in the books. I don't even know if he's
1: Oh, dead he yet. is around for a while. Yeah.
0: They do they, I presume they eventually he does die. Has he died in the comics?
1: I haven't gotten that far.
0: Okay. But presumably he has, one would imagine, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe he will stick around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems too big of a character to have for, like, a one-season arc. Oh, no,
1: he's going to be. I mean, Jeffrey D. Morgan signed on for next season. season.
0: Ah. So he's going to be around. I see. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm curious to see where things go for sure, then. Um, Have they, I think they've announced when the show is coming back. It's already on my
1: calendar. Yes, February 12th. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> ah, so they're not doing Valentine's Day no. this year. It's a little it's a little before. Val- it's mm-hmm. close. Mhm. So I think that might be the uh the traditional return time for Walking Dead is yeah. right around Valentine's Day. Yep. Uh, how sweet, right? <laughs> I can't think of anything more romantic. <laughs> sure. Than uh, zombie apocalypse bunch of <laughs> a bunch of people really just dirty filthy looking people i just mean there
1: there is some zombies some romance in the walking dead rick and michonne
0: oh sure sure yeah, yeah. sure it finds it finds its way yeah absolutely love <laughs> finds a way um I mean, look, you, you don't uh, – if it wasn't for me seeing Lauren Cohen outside of the show, I would have never realized how gorgeous she is. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. I mean, she's – sometimes she's pretty in the show, but a lot of people are just dirty looking all the time. Yeah, like Very. Yeah. It's like a lot of it is like costuming and they it's like very little makeup. And sometimes mm-hmm. they, they work to like de-makeup them even further yeah, and make yeah, them yeah, look yeah. worse uh, than, than even just the standard Um. For example, uh I always thought um the actress who plays Sasha was pretty. Mm-hmm. But until I saw these press pictures of her when she was announced for being in Star Trek Discovery yeah. as the lead of this show, I've never seen – I haven't seen a lot of these people outside of the show, like mm-hmm. at, like press events, except for, say, like Norman Reedus, who basically looks like Daryl almost all the time. Yeah, yeah. he looks the
1: same.
0: <laughs> he doesn't have, like, mud and dirt on his face, but he basically <laughs> otherwise looks just like Daryl at all yeah. times. Yeah, Um. The the actress – who and I forget her name at the moment. That Sonica, plays,
1: um Martin Green, yes, yeah,
0: um, who plays Sasha? I've seen some of these pictures, and she is
1: gorgeous. Gorgeous,
0: but I yeah. mean, she's got like a shavedish head, mm-hmm. like not completely shaved, but like very buzz cut, yeah, like haircut on the show, and um, all, like these pictures of her with like this gorgeous hair and these beautiful dresses, and I'm like, holy shit, that is yeah. that is the same person.
1: And the but actress that realized. plays her seat is gorgeous as well.
0: Yeah. she's beautiful. Yeah. She's one of, well, I mean,
1: look, here's the thing.
0: She looks she looks gorgeous in this. She's one of the few people who looks gorgeous yeah, she despite everything. <laughs> yes. Like, she somehow still looks, like, fantastic. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how she managed it. Maybe she's, like, hoarded all of the skin care supplies. I guess, and, yeah. Like, all of the best, like, product for her right. hair. Like, nobody else is looking like Rickshire as hell is not looking good. <laughs> he He looks like a homeless man <laughs> who has not eaten in months. but Rosita looks fantastic I don't know how how this is happening and it's not like she doesn't get her hands dirty (laughs) I just maybe she's like a mutant of sorts or when she gets dirt and blood on her it just somehow makes her look prettier yeah like it just absorbs into her skin and makes it look better
1: yeah she looks badass yeah
0: Uh, so yeah a good first half of the season um the weird thing is people have been freaking out about this a little bit because ratings have been down traditionally for the show now a lot of people think it might just be franchise fatigue the shows have been on for seven seasons and sometimes shows tend to drop in the ratings although i think a lot of this might actually have to do with the fact that the show's on a very different path this season. Mm-hmm. Most of our characters are very beaten down and trotted over. This is like Rick so far we, through eight episodes has played a very small role in this show. Yeah. And he is normally the main character, but yeah. uh, not this season. This season, the main character has been Negan, essentially. Yeah, that's true. He and has I- had way more screen time and way more uh, character stuff happening uh than Rick by, by leaps and bounds. Rick has yep. almost been a minor character this season. Yeah, that's true. Uh and Daryl as well. Yeah. Daryl has not done a lot this season either. And those are two big fan favorites. Mm-hmm. And with them kind of having decreased roles in the season, I feel like maybe uh that's why people are, are not watching as
1: much, but I guess. Um, I mean I think I, I think that I, the ratings are gonna go up next year. Mm-hmm. The next half of the season, because the group will be together, and I'm guessing we're going to see more of them um, together. Yeah, and
0: we're talking, uh, we're talking about battles and stuff. Right, and...
1: right. Um, but, you know, every every week, when I, I watch the show every Sunday, and every mm-hmm. Sunday I'm watching the show and I have Twitter open, just to see what people are saying on uh, Twitter. As the show is happening. Yeah, um, yeah. And every single Sunday, The Walking Dead is trending on Twitter. So yes. people are watching it, it you know for the, the point that every single Sunday it's trending, a lot of people mm-hmm. are watching the show yes, yeah
0: um yeah, so i mean it's it's yeah I, I don't know i think I think a lot of it might be I think a lot of it might be fatigue, yeah There's just it's you know it's been on for a lot of seasons.
1: And a lot and, of people also watch it online, so they might not be watching on Sunday, but they watch it during yeah. the week.
0: Yeah. I mean, and so stuff, things things will lose their... I just refuse to believe that a lot of people stopped watching after Negan killed uh, Glenn. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people saying that they they couldn't watch the show anymore after how horrific and gory that that death was. They couldn't watch the show anymore, which just, I don't know, but blows
1: my mind away that I mean I can see that but at the same time I don't I don't think that people have to read the comics to see the show they don't have to but at the same time it's on it's in the comics and that's the reference they're using so
0: yeah it, and it's like the, in fact they in fact they like completely nailed it like yeah. everything they did it exactly like the yeah. comics yeah. Not, not in like not just in the manner but the actual look of everything Yep. Like they he Glenn looked how he looked in the comics when he was being beaten to mm-hmm. death here. He did. Uh and I mean, look, that's that's like uh you know, doing Romeo and Juliet, but leaving out the part about how they both die at the end or something. Yep. Like, you know, that's part of the story that's uh and they're adapting it from from there. Now obviously adapting means sometimes you change things, sometimes you do things differently, sometimes you invent new things. To take the place of old things that were in the book, but sometimes it also means doing exactly what's in the book if you yeah. think that's what's going to work for the story. And it's not like they just made this up out of the blue. It's from the source material. It's part of the story that already exists. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And I, I think you know, I think a lot of it is just people like Glenn and hated seeing a character they liked that much killed in such a horrific way. Yeah. yeah. But you know, that's part of the story. There's a mm-hmm. reason for that, and it always sucks when you. It always sucks when there's an ensemble cast and you know, as a longtime Game of Thrones fan, I have seen so many people come and go on that show that I love characters I loved yep. and they are dead. And they're not <laughs> coming back because George R R Martin is a he's a masochist, apparently. <laughs> he just likes hurting people. Yep. Uh he just likes killing off his own creations, I guess. But you know, I mean so I'm I'm used to that. I mean maybe yeah, maybe And, and it creates... I think that
1: if you're a, a regular Walking Dead viewer, you should be used to that as well. Like we've seen a lot of characters that we love being murdered and killed brutally in this right, show, right. so it it shouldn't be. I don't I don't think it should be a reason to stop watching the show if you've right. been a, like a regular viewer and are, is, you're used to it.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So.
1: <sighs> I think, I mean, maybe
0: it, maybe it creates this thing where you don't form favorites as much. I have way less favorite characters on Walking Dead than I used to, and I think that's mostly because I'm emotionally hedging my bets. Like, <laughs> if I only have one or two favorite characters on the show, then the chances of that person dying are slim compared to earlier on when I had, like, six or seven people I really liked, and then I blinked, and then they're all dead. Right. Um you know, so I know you're uh, you're holding on to dear life to Daryl Dixon. Oh yeah, so, and he's not in
1: the comics, right? So that means he doesn't die, ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. He could be there forever. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, I th- overall, I think this was good, and I don't think they have to worry too much about. I mean, their ratings may be going down, but for a cable show, they're they're still get, they're still getting insane, an insane, an insane audience. So uh, I don't think they have to worry too much. I think things are going to be okay. Um, we already gave the scores, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. we gave the scores. Uh, so that means we're out of here. <laughs> Go to com If uh, you're one of those people that uh, likes to dive into a show after it's already aired all of its episodes, some people are like that. They mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're This whole binge uh, society that we've created, Aurora, thanks to Netflix. <laughs> I know there are some people out there with TV shows that uh, – they don't watch them as they're happening, but they download all of the episodes from iTunes or something after yep. the finale, and then they binge-watch through them. If, if you're one of those crazy people... Well, uh, I did
1: I did it with Game of Thrones, so sure, you can do it. D- see?
0: See? Yeah. Yep. Uh, if you're one of those people, head on over to CinemaGeekly.com and check out the archives of this show. Uh, we're covering everything, uh, not just this show, but Hear the Walking Dead uh, as well. And we're available on iTunes and Google Play Music. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead. And hit subscribe. Uh, All right, so that's it until Valentine's Day ish Mm -hmm. next year when Aurora and I will talk about the as of yet untitled season seven, episode nine of The Walking Dead. Uh, I just said it was untitled, right? So I can't say untitled. I'll just say it anyway. Untitled episode.